0: What up everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. It is Monday and we got a jam-packed episode for you. Draymond Green returns tonight. DeMarcus Cousins is back practicing with the Warriors of Santa Cruz. Warriors win an award. Steph wins an award. A lot of stuff happening. It's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome in to Locked On Warriors. I am your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Another good episode, a lot going on, which is kind of nice, and I mean, the news just keeps coming in. I just got some more news just now, and I'll be talking about it soon. That's a tease. It's a bad tease, but you'll find out. Uh, I'm going to start in a weird place because, as I mentioned before, I'm neurotic. I don't know if that's even the right term, but basically, I talked about Jonas Jurebko in one of our last podcasts and gave you guys the numbers of this five-game road trip because he's been playing great. And I'm pretty sure I gave you the wrong info, and maybe I didn't, but either way, I'm just going to restate it, uh, because it's worth restating, because he's been playing so well, also because it's been bugging me for four days. I almost wanted to put out, like, a two-minute podcast just correcting it, but either way, here we go. So, Jarebko, over the last five games, this five-game road trip, he had one start, averaging 25 minutes a game, shooting 63% from the field, 52% from three, 1,000% from free throw, uh, which is like one a game, though. Uh, 5.4 rebounds, 2.2 assists, averaging 11.8 points a game. He's been really good. You guys already know that. I just wanted to correct uh, the numbers that I gave out that because I do think I gave the wrong ones. But either way, whatever. I. You guys are either really sweet because you noticed and didn't attack me on Twitter or no one noticed. So either way, appreciate you. appreciate you. One thing, super random, like a lot of little random tidbits in today's podcast because there's a lot going on. Uh, We will talk about the game tonight, T-Wolves, Warriors, especially because Draymond's returning, but we'll probably get to that a little bit later. Seth Curry was an extra in Joanna Man. Quinn Cook uh, Instagram storied it out last night, and maybe it wasn't Seth, but I'm pretty sure it was. And I thought it was hilarious. Every, again, if you guys aren't following all the players on on their various social medias, you should. Because some funny stuff happens on there. And I thought that was worth mentioning. Another thing worth mentioning. DeMarcus Cousins is officially back practicing with the Warriors of Santa Cruz. Are you guys hating that joke? Did I say the Warriors and then make it Santa Cruz Warriors? I love it. But he is officially practicing with the Warriors of Santa Cruz. They do not have a game until Friday, so the plan is for him to practice with them today, day off tomorrow, and then again Wednesday, and he's allowed to take part in whatever he wants to with the Warriors. So it seems kind of loose as far as what he's going to be taking uh, part in, participating in, whatever, but he, it's not like he's going to show up and not do anything it's more so okay we will you know you feel like you can only do 5 minutes of 5 on 5 that's fine so it's going to be interesting to monitor they put out some pictures of him today uh, they did an official news release about it like it is it's it's for real he is practicing with the Santa Cruz Warriors technically assigned to Santa Cruz and people have questioned whether he'll play a game for them or not i just don't see it unless unless the practices don't really get to a tempo that is helpful. You know, if it doesn't get, if the scrimmages and practices don't get to kind of like a live action game level uh, type scrimmage, then maybe. But I just, if the if you think he's ready to play in a, in a game in Santa Cruz, even if it's for 10, 15 minutes, whatever, then why not have him play for the, the Golden State Warriors? So it'll be interesting to see something to monitor. And again, I'm still, I don't know. I, I the, the report came out earlier this month or maybe the end of November where they said they were going to wait until after Christmas for him to play. And maybe they jumpstart that or maybe this is just him ramping up to return and it'll still happen after Christmas because we're what? 15, 16, 15 days away from Christmas. So another two weeks of... Cardio work, getting back on the court, kind of getting his legs under him again. So maybe it is. I mean, it probably is, I guess. I'll, I'll stick with the original report that came out. But it's interesting, because he's he's working. You know, he, he's taking part in basketball activities, all basketball activities. So can't wait to see it. Interesting to see. Also, for my own peace of mind, because the Warriors are thin at the center position And even when DeMarcus does come back, you know, they're one injury away from being thin at the center position again. So it'll be good to get him back. I'm excited to see him with the Warriors. I'm just excited to see him play again. But getting him back at the center position obviously will be huge as well. And I'll stop putting together – I'll stop going on the, uh, you know, NBA trade machine trying to figure out ways the Warriors can get another backup center. That's a lie. I probably won't. I'll still continue to do that, but whatever. It's a hobby. Okay, it's a hobby. Another piece of news that just came out today, nice transition, Charles, was the Golden State Warriors were awarded the Sports Illustrated 2018 Sports Person of the Year. Now, it usually goes out to an individual. I think it's four other times a team has won it. It's a nice honor. And they mentioned how they could easily just give it to Steph but that the the Warriors have always been more than just a singular player. And some great articles, great pieces, tidbits, whatever you want to call it, uh, in in the story, I would suggest you all go check it out. Sports Illustrated, Sports Person of the Year. Golden State Warriors, 2018. Uh, But one of the best parts of it, or my favorite at least, was just one example of... What makes the Warriors the Warriors? And that's Steve Kerr giving out a $1,000 bonus to every team employee for each title they win. There are more than 200 employees with the Golden State Warriors. So that's $600,000 that Steve Kerr has handed out to Golden State Warriors employees. And it's just awesome because, look, I mean, that's still a lot of money for Steve. I know he makes a ton, but that's still a lot of money. And the fact that, look, $1,000 to someone like me, you know, who works hourly or whatever, and someone who works within the Warriors organization, that's a nice little bump. And it's something that Steve Kerr doesn't have to do, but it's just one of the many stories, many points that exemplify just how the Warriors are the Warriors, man. It's just a different different kind of organization. The joy that they have. Live with, not just play with, but live with. And uh, it's just a a nice award, great article. Go check it out. A lot of nice little tidbits in there, nice stories in there about just the Warriors being the Warriors, man. So I would suggest you all go check it out. I think you'll all really enjoy it. Another award that was handed out today was Player of the Week. And guess who that went to? Stefan frickin' Wardell Curry comes back and immediately wins Player of the Week. The Dubs went 3-0, and and Steph averaged 30.7 points per game, 5.7 assists, 51.9% field goal percentage. I'll just say 52, and 57.6 three-point percentage. That is ridiculous, and it's not Steph going, you know, what, two for four from three every night. He went 19 of 33 from three in those three games. A lot of threes in there. But it's just been incredible how Steph comes back and is still, not just still Steph, but still this better Steph. Because we're seeing a level of play from Steph Curry that we haven't seen ever. I mean, I know people will bring up 2016. He's playing better than he did in 2016. He was on pace and actually still is on pace at this point if he still plays every single game this entire season, which I doubt he will. But he was on pace... In 70 games played, so if he had only missed 12 games and kept up his averages, he would have hit, uh, I believe it was like 473s in 70 games. Now, that probably won't happen because of the injury. Maybe it'll tail off a little bit, but he's playing the best basketball of his career at this moment. 2016 was incredible. Steph right now is better than 2016, and we're seeing it. The fact that he comes back and doesn't miss a beat. I mean, I mentioned this with Alfonso McKinney a little bit. When someone comes back from injury, there's always the chance of having to recalibrate. You know, you can't just come back and play the exact same as you did, and Steph is doing that. Not only is he doing it, he's playing better than he did. The guy is legitimately averaging over 50% from three. And again, that's not some small sample size. That's not going 15 of 30. He is literally at 50% right now, 84 of 168. It's incredible, I and mean, we've never seen anything like it. I don't know if we ever will again. If he can keep it up the entire year, I i don't know. I don't know what to say, man. Like I've said before, and I'm sure you guys are tired of it, but I, there's only so much I can say about the greatness of Steph Curry. There's only so much praise I can give him, and I'm going to give it all to him. He deserves it all, but as far as analysis goes, um, he's really fucking good. He's better at basketball than I am at breathing. One last thing I have to get to. Steph Curry and Andre Guadala were guests on the Winging It Pod, I believe that's what it's called, with Kent Bazemore and Vince Carter. It's hosted by Kent Bazemore, Vince Carter, and Annie Finberg, hosted by the three of them. Steph Curry and Andre were on. Pretty basic conversation. I would suggest you all go check it out uh, because we're all Warriors fans. And I don't know, I consume any content featuring Warriors, especially Steph. But Steph mentioned in passing, maybe it was a joke, maybe not. He doesn't believe we've been to the moon. And I don't know. I don't know what to say. Here's the transcript they were talking about. I don't even know. You you, you just have to really go listen to it. I don't want to steal their audio either, so make sure you guys go check it out. But basically, how they got there, Steph says, We ever been to the moon? And then two voices in the background say no. And then Steph says, they're going to come get us, but I don't think so either. Annie Finberg follows up with, you don't think so? And Steph says, "Mm mm-mm. And that's it. So, I don't know. But I can't let that slide when I clown Kyrie for being a flat earther. So, I just had to mention it. We'll see what the backlash is. A bunch of kids are not going to believe that we've ever been to the moon now. Thanks, Steph. Take back the player of the week for that. I'm just kidding. Steph, you're the player of of my lifetime. Here's every award. Now I believe we haven't been to the moon. Whatever you say, goes, Steph. This is Locked On Warriors. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Draymond Green returning to the lineup tonight, what he's going to bring to the team and preview tonight's game against the Timberwolves, who looking pretty good they're looking like we thought they would they just had to get rid of one really good cantankerous childish player and we're going to cover all that coming up next here on locked on warriors on the locked on podcast network is there anything more craveable than the smell of mcdonald's fries if someone's hiding an order of fries they're never hiding it well it takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the mcdonald's way so stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. ba ba Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Now more than ever, you need a laptop that can be as adaptable as you are. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Finally, a premium laptop at an affordable price. Starting at just $549, its light, thin design, vibrant touchscreen, powerful processor, and built-in HD camera and mic turns any room in your home into a classroom, office, or study hall. Available in three amazing colors, the whole family will love. Visit surface.com/slash laptop go for more details. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm Charles T. Hamilton. Going to talk about tonight's game as the Warriors take on the T-Wolves, who are actually playing really well ever since they traded Jimmy Butler for two solid players, and Robert Covington is actually better than solid. I think we underestimate defense. We don't give defensive players enough credit, and we don't give two-way players enough credit either because Robert Covington is not just a defender. He has a knockdown three-point shooter. He's got some offensive game past that. But he's an incredible defender. Defensive player of the year type defender. Guy with his size, 6'9", about 220, plays the three. You can slide him in at the four. can guard all five positions. Draymond Green-esque as far as the defense goes. Now, Draymond has a little more to his overall game where Covington's a better shooter. Draymond, ball handler, passer, IQ, all that stuff. But speaking of Draymond... Draymond Green returns to the lineup tonight, and that'll be a huge boost for the Warriors. Not just defensively, which they could use. They've been, over the time that he's been out, I don't know how many games it's been. I think it's been 11 or 12, something like that. They have been technically outscored uh, per 100 possessions by half a point. Which, you know, whatever. But that's something that Draymond fixes. Over the time he's been out, I'm not sure if this is still the number, but basically their net average is 11 points worse without Draymond. And obviously we talk about his impact defensively because it's huge. But one thing that we kind of lose track of, or at least, I mean, maybe we figured it out since he's been out is the pace. He really pushes the pace and it's kind of funny. Steph returning definitely helps that because he's, he wants to go fast. He wants to push the pace all the time. Sean, Livingston, Andre Iguodala, they will also push the pace. Try and get out in transition as much as possible. But the big difference with those three is none of them are the rebounder that Draymond is. Draymond gets the board, and he's off. He's going. So he'll definitely help push the pace. He's going to help with his ball handling, his assists. He's a huge part of the team. We all know that, obviously. But going so long without him... Kind of will kind of be reminded tonight and tomorrow, or excuse me, uh, Wednesday, and just going forward, how much he means to the team, how important he is to the team, and it's funny too as I think about it. Like, yeah, KD prefers to dribble it up and dribble it up to the half court. Clay kind of prefers that also, at least when they're handling the ball. But, man, wouldn't wouldn't you think? Everyone would prefer to go fast. Everyone would prefer to get out and run. Like, I look at the Kings, who are, I think, I've, last I checked, we're leading the league in pace. They have a bunch of young guys who just get out and push the pace. They run. They go. And it seems like the Warriors, not that they don't have it, but it's just, how do they have players that don't like to do that? KD is one thing, and Clay is one thing, because they're stars and they have their own game, but like, I don't know, it just feels like they should have more players willing to push the pace and willing to run that you know, just because Draymond's out that it messes up your your entire pace, uh pace and space type type game plan. But whatever. I mean, whatever. Draymond's back. I'm excited to see it. And it'll be a tough test for him tonight because going up against the T-Wolves and Carl Anthony Towns, forget all the drama and the bullshit. That happened this earlier this season In the offseason and everything With Jimmy Butler and all that trash By the way, I think Jimmy Butler Handled the entire situation incorrectly And it's really odd to me How it was handled through the media No one was talking about How Jimmy Butler was handling this Like a pissed off 15 year old Everyone was on his side As far as the way it was reported Which was really weird But anyways, the the Wolves are proving him wrong Carl anthony Towns has proven him wrong, and as I was saying, besides all that drama and all the random, you know, bullying Jimmy Butler did, Carl anthony Towns is a great player, and the Warriors have not had an answer for him over his career. Over his career, he's averaging 21.7 points, 11.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists against the Warriors on 51% shooting. Those numbers also include his rookie year, which was damn good obviously but he's not he wasn't who he became <laughs> in his rookie year. I'm making a ton of sense with that one. But they've never had an answer for him. He's played well against Draymond. So it'll be an interesting matchup tonight to see Draymond go up against Karl Anthony Towns in his first game back. First game back. Draymond also mentioned there was no minutes limit that they've talked about, but he's going to do whatever the coaches want, whatever the personal trainers want, whatever. Because he mentioned that they tried it Draymond's way the first time where he came back too early and played too hard and then got hurt again. And he said that did not work out, so I'm doing whatever they want this time, which makes sense. But Draymond's back tonight. Should be a good, interesting matchup between them. Draymond, Carl anthony Towns. And that's the other thing. We, we talk about, or I've talked about, how the center position is light, thin up front. And, look, as bad as Damian Jones has been, he's at least a big body to throw out there. They literally don't have a big body to throw out there tonight to go up against Carl Anthony Towns. So, Kavon Looney, Jordan Bell, we'll see how they do against him. Draymond Green will probably get plenty of time against him. Probably Jonas Jerebco will get some time against him. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know how it's going to work out. As far as the rest of the game goes, Steph, will he continue his player of the month type play, his moon landing truther kind of play? where he's shooting 50% from three, 30 points a game, all that. KD, same thing. Will he continue to be as efficient as ever with Steph back? Clay, will Clay find that consistency we've talked about for the entire year? Will he finally continue to put game, good games together back to back to back? We'll see. One thing I am interested in is the bench. And three-point shooting overall, because as we mentioned in that game against Milwaukee, they took 46 threes, made 19. Alfonso McKinney, Jonas Jurebko, and Andre Iguodala took 22 threes in that game, knocked down 10 of them. It was great. But that was kind of what was dictated by Milwaukee. They were clogging the paint, and they were double-teaming Steph and KD every chance they got. Clay a little bit, too. So that opened up wide-open threes for Jurebko, McKinney, Andre Iguodala, is that something that we're going to see even without them double-teaming Steph and KD? Are they going to look to try and find more threes for not just the role players but for the entire team, or was that more of a one-game outlier because of that's what the defense dictated? Those were the good shots they were getting. It'll be interesting to see. Don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm excited. Some other news happened today regarding a former Warrior. Going to get to that coming up next. And my League Pass picks. That's all coming up on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. Here with good news and even better news. The good news? State Farm has new lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? Going to finish this thing up. A little bit of news happened today. Going to get to that in one second, because one thing I forgot to mention also that is a underrated matchup will be Robert Covington on Kevin Durant. Not a lot of people have the size, length, to defend Kevin Durant. Effectively, Robert Covington is one of those people. So we'll see. And he's just a great defender overall. KD, sometimes it just doesn't even matter. He'll just shoot it right over the top of you. But KD coming around 7 feet Robert Covington's about 6'9". Nice. We'll see. That's a matchup to look to look for. Moving on. Nicholas. Percival. Swaggart. Young. Signed a contract today in the NBA. Nick Young signs with the Denver Nuggets. Non-guaranteed deal. So they can cut him by January 7th and have no cap repercussions or anything. Just have to pay him for time played. But, I don't know. I like it. Glad to see him back in the NBA. Wish it wasn't with a Western Conference team. I'm probably overrating it. But he's a guy that can win a game for a team. And if he does that against the Warriors, I'll be really pissed. But we'll see. I I don't know if this means anything, really. Glad to see him back in the NBA. Glad to see him get, get a shot, a spot. And also, I was wondering if McKinney didn't work out. If Jarebko didn't work out, you know, can't find time for Quinn Cook. If they weren't able to hit threes off the bench, would he be back with the Warriors? Doesn't look like it. He is a Denver Nugget now. Good for him. Shout out Swaggy P, one of my favorites. That guy is a goof. League pass picks for tonight. There is a lot of games tonight. We got a full slate. Like 10 or 12 games. Jeez, I yeah, that's a lot of counting. I can't do that much counting. Uh, And a lot of options, too. I mean, Wizards Pacers, Pistons Sixers, you know, Embiid and Drummond. Pelican Celtics should be good. Kings Bulls, uh, the Kings should stomp them because the Bulls are the Bulls. But the Bulls, you would expect, would bounce back at a certain point from all the embarrassment they've suffered recently. Uh, don't know if it'll be tonight. Jazz Thunder should be solid. Grizzlies Nuggets. Heat Lakers. Man, I don't know. That's a ton of games. ton of good ones. We, that's a solid slate Compared to what we've seen recently t wolves Warriors is a good one But as far as my own personal interest I don't know Wizards Pacers is interesting But no Oladipo Piston Sixers for Embiid and Drummond We'll see, like I said Drummond's got to punch Embiid at some point It's going to happen I don't know when So Piston Sixers, Pelican Celtics Both teams aren't as good as we thought they'd be, but you never know. Jazz Thunder's interesting, too, man. A lot of good games. A lot of good games. And for the sentimental ones out there, Lakers Heat, LeBron and D-Wade going at it one last time. Not a super interesting game besides that, but, you know, if you're interested, check it out. Check it out. This has been Locked On Warriors. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode for you guys on the Locked On Podcast Network you can't climb a mountain if it's smooth right you gotta go over the rough spots (laughs) peace you are locked on warriors your daily podcast on the golden state warriors part of the locked on podcast network your team every day